Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of The Rise Podcast. I am Rachel Hollis, and I am coming to you today from the ultra-luxurious, super-glamorous desk in my 10-year-old's bedroom. Uh, As per usual, I am fitting in a recording of a podcast on a Saturday while my baby takes a nap because I'm a working mom and I'm making it work. Can I get a witness? Literally right here next to my microphone is a pile of clean chonies of Sawyer's that need to be put away in a drawer, but we'll get to that later. Uh, I actually wanted to record a podcast today because I am hyper aware of something as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a hustler, as someone who is working towards all sorts of goals personally and professionally. And I wanted to make sure that you are thinking about this too. Yes, you, friend, listening to this right now, here's what you need to be aware of. We are halfway through the year. Assuming you are listening to this podcast episode when it goes live, that'll be mid-June. That means we're halfway through the year. And what I'm wondering is, have you done a check-in? Have you sat down with the vision that you had for your life for 2019? Have you looked at where you are, where you've made progress, where, do you, where have you excelled, and figured out what you are going to do with the remaining six months of this year to ensure that you are showing up as the person you want to be? I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and the free information I found on the internet. In the 15 years that I've been building and scaling my company, I have become deeply passionate about helping other entrepreneurs to do the same. So each week, I'll be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life and your business. This is the Rise Podcast. See, most of us are going 100 miles an hour. If you're like me, you're going 1,000 miles an hour right now. And it's super easy to lose track of the goal because you're so busy living life, trying to keep your head above water, trying to take care of yourself, maybe take care of babies. You're trying to do the work, do the side hustle, do all of the things. And it's really easy to get distracted. And then all of a sudden, I know I'm not the only one who this has happened to. All of a sudden, it's November. And then you tell yourself, oh, dang it. I didn't do it, but you know what? I'm going to start again on January 1st. And I am here to tell you that this is the time. The, the first six months, hopefully you made incredible traction. Awesome. Ride that momentum. Let's see where it can go. But even if you didn't get as far as you were hoping to on your goals, you still have half a year left. Do not waste it because you've fallen down. Do not give up because you're not where you thought you would be by June. Let's have the self-awareness to look at what's really going on in our life and figure out how to get to the next place. So this episode is my mid-year check-in. These are the things that I do in June to make sure that I'm on course to be where I want to be by the end of the year. 
If you've never done this before, feel free to steal any of these ideas or all of these ideas to get you closer to where you want to be. The first thing that I recommend doing that I, I, if I'm being honest with you, I do this every month, but it's something that I think most people might not even do once a year. And so I'm going to suggest that you do it this month, especially. And that is look at the goals you set for yourself. So if you are in my coaching program, and I hope that you are, then you might have been with us when I helped you to vision cast and lay out exactly where you want to go in your life or exactly where you want to go in your business this year. So hopefully you've got those goals, right? Do you have that vision? Do you have that idea of where you wanted to go back when we did this work in January? And if you don't, there's still time. There's still time to figure out where it is you want to go. More on that in a minute. But the most important thing that you can do right now is to check in. Remember when we laid out those ideas? Like, how close have you gotten? Did you achieve any of them? Are you going to achieve any of them? You know, if you're a business owner, then you lay out your revenue goals for the year, right? And we just did this with our leadership team. We we had our revenue goals for 2019 and we looked at where we are and yay, we're ahead of schedule. Let me say it again. We laid out the revenue goal that we had for the year and then we looked. Oh my gosh, how exciting. We are ahead of where we need to be in June. That's incredible. As a side note, though, let me tell you the possible ramifications from someone realizing they're already further along than they thought. What can really easily happen to a business or to a business owner is that you will take your foot off the gas. You'll be like, oh my gosh, look at us. We're killing it. We're doing a really good job. We can kind of coast. We can draft off the wind of the success that we had in the first part of the year, you take your foot off the gas. Have you guys ever had this happen? You take your foot off the gas, three more months go by, you're in a new quarter, and all of a sudden, now you're behind. And you're like, how in the world did this happen? We were doing so well. It happened because you thought that that earlier success guaranteed you future success, and that's not the way it works. You have got to be intentional about what comes next. So if you are looking at those goals that you laid out at the beginning of the year and you're killing it, keep doing what you're doing. Here's the flip side. Maybe you look at those goals and you're not where you wanted to be. You're six months through the year. You're feeling discouraged. It's not what you wanted it to be. In my opinion, There are two courses of action here. One, and the achiever in me does not love this, but even I do it. One is you've got to reassess your goals. Dude, if you're not where you want to be with your dreams, if you're not where you want to be with your health, if you're not where you want to be with your finances, the instinct that most people will have is to give up on all goals, right? 
We're like, ah, screw it. I'm not doing it, so I'm just not even going to try. Or I didn't lose as much weight as I wanted to, so what's the point of even trying to get healthy? Or my business is not doing what I wanted it to, so I'm a failure, right? We have this negative self-talk in our head of all the reasons that we're not doing a good enough job, and the instinct is just to like literally like throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, oh, I'll just, I'm going to light the entire thing on fire because it's not where I wanted it to be. What is way smarter, what makes way more sense is to reassess what is truly possible in the last six months of this year. So let me give you an example. When I start every new year, and so I have every single year, I break out my goals for my year in three sections, okay? Now, these might look totally different for you. Maybe you work for someone else. Maybe you are stay-at-home mama, you, you know, whatever. But this is what it looks like for me as an entrepreneur. The three sections that I break out for my year goal-wise, these are my personal goals, is one, what am I going to create this year? Two, what am I going to market? this year? Meaning what am I going to sell? I'm an entrepreneur. I got to sell some things or we don't have a business anymore. And then three, what am I going to do personally this year? So I figured that out at the beginning of every year. I'm looking right now because my I've got my notebook. So I'm looking at my 2018 focus. And then if I, if I flip some more pages, I can find my 2019 focus. And for the first time ever, which by the way, makes me feel like the most mature version of myself that has ever existed. (laughs) For the first time ever, I looked at my personal, I looked at these three things, my 2019 focus, and halfway through the year, so I just did this a couple weeks ago, I reassessed. I reassessed because in the past, I am really bad at setting goals that are so lofty Even if I am successful at something, I don't hit the goals because the goals are insane. (laughs) Any other threes on the Enneagram listening in? Any other achievers? I do that all the time. Like I, I set these goals that like if they were half of what my goal was, the average person would be tickled pink. But because I'm such an achiever, I'm like, oh, it's gotta be a bajillion. Um So for the first time ever, I actually went back and reassessed what was possible. I think that means that I'm finally becoming a grown-up woman. Uh, But I, I for for the most part, I had either achieved things already, holla, or I am well on my way to achieving the goal. But some of specifically under the category of creation, I in the past. If, if you've been with me in my career as an author for a long time, then you know I used to write a book a year, if not two. So I'm, I'm a very fast writer, and I used to write a book, at least one book a year, if not two books a year. And when I set out this year I, I, in the creation category, I really put too many things on what I want to create. And just so you know... For my for that category for me, they're they're big things. It's not like I want to write a blog post. It's like I want to write a screenplay. And I had to reassess this year what is actually possible for me because my schedule is too intense and I want to make sure that I am showing up as an exceptional mama, an exceptional wife, and I'm taking care of myself. And so I removed one of my items 
that I wanted to create, I pulled it off the list. I'm like, we can get to that later, but we want to get to the end of 2019 and be healthy and whole and not super stressed out. And so I'm going to relieve the pressure. This also is really powerful in the marketing section. Like if you're an entrepreneur, you want a business. If you set those goals back in January, if you, if the most your company ever made was, you know, $500,000 and you set a goal, man, this is the year we're getting to a million and you're halfway through the year and it doesn't look like that's likely, but it does look like it's possible to get to 650,000. First of all, that's magnificent. That's incredible. That is an incredible increase year over year. And so what I would do in that scenario is look, Rach, we're probably not going to get to a million, but it looks like we're on track to get to 650, which is incredible. But what if we did a stretch goal of 725? So at our company, we always have the goal and we have the stretch goal. So everybody knows what we have to hit and what would be incredible if we hit it, if that makes sense. That last section, the personal section, and I'll just tell you what it was for 2019, um, a healthy family, physical, emotional, our diet, what we eat. Um, Two, I put, I wanted to be in warrior shape. I've talked a lot about my word for this year being warrior. I wanted to be mentally and physically strong. The third thing that I wanted to do for myself this year was learn Spanish, and I am I'm I'm discovering that learning another language is something I will work on for the rest of my life, but I have made incredible strides this year to learning Spanish. And then the fourth thing I put was a stronger, happier, sexier marriage. So in the personal category, I didn't change anything because the personal goals are not the area I'm ever going to touch. Does that make sense? Like, I will never change my personal goals for myself because those are the ones that matter. Notice that none of those personal goals said like, oh, I need to be a certain size or I need to, you know, no, it's about feeling great. All of those are things that will make me feel great, being strong, having a healthy marriage, making sure my kids are healthy. Uh, So the personal section I never change, but I do adjust creative and what the business is going to do if it feels like we're nowhere close. So that's one thing. If you're not meeting your goals, you can reassess your goals. And I literally just write it out. Again, I did 2019 focus, but then I dated it uh, at the end of May. The other thing you can do, you can go ham. And if you don't know what ham means, don't look it up. And if you do know what it means, you're laughing right now. But what are the areas that you need to double down triple down. Where are you going to show up? You got six months left. What are you going to do to make sure that you're showing up as the person you want to be? So you can see that number and you have to have an honest conversation with yourself. Let's use, let's use revenue because I know a lot of you are small business owners. Let's, let's use revenue as an example. You had a revenue number in your head as you started this year. And right now it's June. You need to have an honest conversation with yourself is that number actually possible? Be real. And this is not a moment for shame. Because guess what? If you let that negative self-talk take over this moment, it's going to rob you of any motivation you had to finish this year strong. You castigating yourself is not going to do anything for you. So stop wallowing in that crap. 
Let's have the self-awareness to do the work that needs to be done. This is not a moment for shame or recrimination or, yeah, I knew, oh, I'm terrible, I knew. Ain't nobody got time for that. Your goal doesn't have time for that. Your team doesn't have time for that. Your dreams don't have time for you to wallow. This is the time to have an honest conversation with yourself, not not an emotional conversation with yourself, an honest conversational. Sis, can we hit this number? And if you're like, you know what? Yeah. If I buckle down, if I stop screwing around, if I'm more productive, if I get the work done, if I fight for this time for myself, if I wake up and I work from five to six, like whatever, I could do it. Then you better get to work. You better get to work. If you can actually achieve it, then go achieve it. If you can't, that's when you reassess. But right now, this is the honest conversation. What can we really do with the time that we have in our very real life? And then, I can't remember if I've talked to you guys about this before, but I love this idea. I think I've said it on a recent episode. I'm not sure. So our friends, uh, Tom and Lisa Bilyeu, who are incredible, they've built Quest Nutrition. I'm sure you guys know that. If you're not familiar with Impact Theory, you need to go check it out. But we got to go on a trip with them and they were talking about this conversation that they have and this question that they have in their relationship and in their business that I love. And that is when someone's saying something that they want, like, oh, I want to I really want to grow this part of our business or I really want to write a book or I really want to fill in the blank. So whatever it is that you're saying right now, I want to hit this revenue number. I want to train for that 10K, whatever it is. Their question is, no BS, what would this take? No BS, what would it take for us to get to that goal? You want to hit that revenue number right now today? I want you to make a list of no BS, what will it take? You want 100 new clients? What would that take? See, I'm a huge believer that anything is possible. I literally believe anything is possible. But you need to have an honest conversation about what is necessary to make that thing happen. Which brings me to my second point. If you are mid-year, the first thing that you're going to do is look back on those goals that you set in January and see is it, is it right? Is it not right? Can I do it? What's the plan? The second thing that you've got to do is redesign the roadmap. Redesign the roadmap. If you don't know what I'm talking about when I say roadmap, I, I am not, like, I know it's my book, you guys, but seriously, get a copy of Girl Stop Apologizing. I'm like right now, get the copy. If you can't afford it, go get it from your library. There is no excuse for why you cannot open the chapter and read all about the roadmap. It is if you, I have to assume that if you're listening to this, it's because you admire me as a speaker or an author or you admire what I've done with my business. I literally told people exactly how I have achieved every goal I've ever achieved whether it was running a marathon or building a business into the millions, staff of 34 people, writing the book, every single thing I've achieved, I have used the same exact formula. And it is not something I have ever seen anyone else write about. It is a made up thing in my head. 
So if you have not read that chapter where I show you exactly how to create the roadmap, don't ah, don't waste your time. Like go get the book. Seriously. So hopefully you've all read it. I assume you're you're my peep. So I'm gonna assume that you've read it. So let's just dig in as if you know what I'm talking about. You need to redesign the roadmap. Now, this is for those of you who don't feel like you're where you want to be. If your year, if 2019, first six months of 2019, you are killing it, then keep on trucking. But what happens is that most of us set out on the way to a goal and we get lost. We get distracted. We lose our momentum. We don't, you know, we're like, oh, I wish I had some of that energy and drive that I had back in January. You need to redesign the roadmap. You don't feel lost because you're not sure where you're going. You feel lost because you have gotten off to the side of the road and you're not sure what the steps are to get you headed back in the right direction. Like we all know what the goal is. It's not that your goal got placed in a different, it's not that the goal changed. It's that you set out on a journey toward the goal and then you got distracted by daisies on the side of the road. You went over to smell the daisies and then, oh, look, there was a cute dog to pet. And oh, and here's this thing and here's this thing and here's, and six months have gone by and now you are way out in left field and having no idea how to get back to home. And so redesigning that roadmap, reconfiguring, like all the steps that are in the book from beginning to end, do the whole thing again. Because now, hopefully you've got some more resources, you've got some more insight. Now maybe the roadmap looks differently than it did when you first laid it out. And, and getting off to the side of the road or falling off the plan, that's not a failure, That's you learning what didn't work. So now when you design your roadmap again, you're like, oh, that thing, that's a distraction. That doesn't actually help me grow in any way. So I'm going to get back over here and make sure I'm doing it right. You know, the the goal is I want to get promoted. And I try to get promoted, but no, that didn't work. So what do I need to do better this time to get me closer to who it is I say I want to be? So first thing is check out the goals again. Second thing is redesign the roadmap. How am I going to get from here to there? Six months. Do you know what you guys could do in six months? Does you have that voice in your head telling you, oh, may as well just give up. Didn't get it by now. May as well just give up. Just mail it on in. Do you know what you could accomplish in a month? Here's a question. Have you ever um, left to go on vacation And right before you left to go on vacation, you got so much done. You accomplished so much stuff right before you go on vacation. Tell me why you're not that productive every day of the week. Because you don't have to be. Because there's no necessity that makes it so that you have to get it all done. Do you know what you could accomplish in a month? If you treated every workday like the day before vacation, don't tell me that you can achieve incredible things with the six months left in this year because you are lying to yourself because that excuse is easier than standing back up off the ground. The third thing that I want you to do is audit your calendar. 
If you've never heard me talk about this, go back. I'm so sorry that I didn't look before I started recording, but there's an episode that I did the last week of 2018 where I talk about auditing your calendar. It's actually not my thing. I read it for the first time in a John Maxwell book, and I have done it ever since, and I am obsessed with it. But at the end of every year, I audit my calendar for the entire year. And you can go listen to that episode of the podcast to understand how it works. But essentially, you're seeing if you're using your time well. Am I doing this right? Am I Am I using my eight hours, my nine hours, my four hours, whatever time you have to work on the goal, are you using it correctly? Because we will so easily get wrapped up in the chaos of life that we don't even have the opportunity to pursue our goal and we don't realize it. So I'm going to ask you to go back and audit the calendar so you know whether or not you're being productive. And get this question all the time from people who are like, but I am working hard. Like, Rachel, I'm working so hard, but I'm not making any traction. I'm like, yeah, you're working hard. You're working hard on the wrong things. You're not working on what actually moves the needle in the direction that it should go. So go audit your calendar. It takes, you're not doing the whole year. So when I do it at the end of the year and I audit the entire year, it takes, you know, half a day. So it's going to take you a couple hours to audit the last six months to just see, am I utilizing my time the way I know it needs to be utilized? Am I in control of my schedule or are other people putting things on my schedule that I don't want there? The only way that you're going to know what's true is if you go dig in and find the answers. The fourth thing that you're going to do halfway through this year is realign with the vision. Realign with the vision of who it is you are and who it is you want to become. If you have not listened to episode 72 of the podcast, in that episode, I do a full meditate, like I read the entire opening of our Start Today journal, which is how I help people to figure out the vision of where they want to go. And I made that episode so that even if you didn't have the journal, you could figure out exactly where it is that you want to go. So I would suggest you go listen to episode 72, literally listen to my voice as a meditation, guiding you through how you figure out what it is you want to be, who it is you want to be realign with that vision in your head. Get excited about that vision in your head because that vision is what is going to propel you forward on the days that it's hard. That vision is what keeps us going. That vision is what keeps us honest. That vision is the leverage that we need to keep showing up again and again or keep standing up again and again when we fall. Who is it? Like, who is that girl? What? Who is she becoming? What is she going to do? Who is that guy? What's he building? What's this going to do for his family? Get fired up about where you're going. And if you don't have that like close to your heart, if you can't tap in to that vision, like have it play like a movie in your mind, if that's not like a movie in your mind of like 
I am going to become this person. My family is going to have this. Like I can see it as clear as day in my head playing like a movie. If you don't have that ready to go, go listen to that episode. When you're done here, don't do it when you're driving. Do it when you can have notepaper. Do it when you can close your eyes and really vision cast. And even those of you who have done it before, if you feel like that vision's kind of slipping away, go listen to it again. It's free. Just go listen to it and remind yourself, this is what we're working for. This is who we are pushing to become. The next thing that I'm going to ask you to do because I, I, was, I was figuring this out, like I was writing down all these things in my notebook of what I wanted to share with you and what I really hoped that you would take away from this episode today. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to tell them what I need to hear. And that's because I'm going to assume that most of you are goal getters like me. You are, you're, you have a dream you have a goal, maybe it's a personal goal, maybe it's a big, hairy, audacious goal, whatever that looks like, but I'm going to assume that most of you are, are my kind of girl, my kind of guy, you're, you're chasing down something. And so I want to make sure halfway through the year that you plan for fun, plan for fun. This entire year, I have been planning for fun. This entire year has been the most intense, insane travel schedule of my life for the rest of my life. I will never have another year like 2019. I forbid, I forbid it. I will not allow it to happen. This has been bananas crazy. And I knew that I didn't have control over the scheduling because it was already done. I, I had been booked to speak all over the world. The, it's done. Those contracts are signed. I can't take it back. So the only thing that I figured I could do was block out big chunks of time, little chunks of time, block out in my calendar for some fun. Because if you are working this hard, it is very hard to stop working so hard. Does that resonate with anyone? Like you are hustling, you are grinding, you are showing up for your kids, you're showing up for your wife, you're you're taking care of everybody, you're you're doing the you know, if if you're an entrepreneur, my gosh, the stress of being an entrepreneur, like Jesus take the wheel, it is so much. And it is very hard to step out of that if you are in it. If you're a stay-at-home mama, it's very hard to fight for some time for yourself. So the way that I do it is I plan for fun. I mean, I have my vacation. Seriously, guys, I have the vacations in my calendar through 2020. That's how insane I am about vacation time, days off, making sure I can go get a massage. Like I am bananas about it because I used to only be crazy about how hard I was going to work. Let me say it again. I used to only obsess over how hard I was going to work. I didn't obsess over how to take care of myself. I didn't obsess over making sure that I had that alone time with my husband. I didn't obsess over making sure that I wasn't so exhausted that I couldn't show up for my babies. And what I've discovered over the last few years is I want to I want to work hard. I am I till the day I die, I will be a hustler. 
It is not about the amount of money. It is about, I think like most entrepreneurs, you get really excited about like the puzzle. Like, can I, can I figure this out? Can I get to a new level? Can I, if I put this and this together, does that, okay. And it's so exciting. It's just in my DNA. But the only way that I'm going to be able to operate at the level that I want to operate at is if I am taking care of myself, if I'm resting, if I am sometimes laying out by the pool, if I'm sometimes, you know, having dinner with my girlfriends, if I'm getting a vacation with my husband, like if, I, if we're getting a family vacation and if you don't plan for the fun, and maybe some of you are rolling your eyes, right? Like maybe you're like, I can't believe this girl needs to plan to have fun. Hey, I am so happy that you do not have the sort of intense, insane schedule that I do because I really would not wish this on anybody, but I do. And there's a good chance that a lot of listeners are in my place. There are a lot of you who are listening who are like, yeah, I take care of everybody else. I make sure the babies are good. I do the work. I do the thing. I grow the team. I'm a leader. I deal with it. I deal with it. I deal with it. And simultaneously, I've never gotten more questions in my entire career than the amount of women who are sending me notes right now asking me what to do because they're burnout. So clearly, this is something that we need to talk about. And the only way I know of to get away from that feeling of burnout is to realign with who you are and why you're here, is to realign with that creativity. And for me, I realign with who I am when I'm not at work. I realign with my creativity when I get a chance to let my brain chill out. I realign when I'm not on my phone. And if I don't plan for that, it's not going to happen. So make sure if you've already got them in, awesome. But if you don't, right now is an incredible time to plan out the rest of the year. Are you going to take a vacation? You going to do something with the kids? What are you going to do over the holidays? Imagine if you planned it now so that it wasn't stressful, so that you got to December and you were like, all right, we're good. We, we all, we've known what we're going to do. The Hollis family, we know what we're going to do through every holiday because that's what makes it possible to have fun and relax and enjoy this time together as a family. So plan for some fun. The last thing that I'm going to say is plan for some learning. Plan for some learning. We're going to plan for some fun and we're going to plan for some learning. And that can look like whatever it means for you, whatever area you want to grow in. So my favorite way to learn is a conference. I don't think anyone's surprised by this. I, You know I've been going to conferences for years. I go to everybody's conference. I am here for it. I love it so much. It's actually the reason that we made a conference is why we did Rise Conference is because I was so passionate about them and I felt like that was how I learned best and so I wanted to give that to our community. So my question to you is, do you have some kind of learning planned for the last six months of this year? On the small side, that could be, I'm gonna watch, you know, a handful of YouTube videos once a week about this topic that I need to grow in. And and that's really where it starts, right? You having the self-awareness to say, where do I need to grow this year? 
where, like, what is the thing in my business that if I just knew how to do digital marketing, if I just knew how to do finances, if I just knew how to do X, Y, Z, it would propel my career to the next level, or it would take my company to the next level. Like, what is the thing that you need to grow in? And then find somewhere that can teach you that. If you don't have a budget, then watch YouTube videos. I mean, listen to podcast episodes, read books, get them from the library. That's how I taught myself everything I know about business. But when I started to make money in business, the first thing I invested in were conferences. And I, like, I've been, I've literally been to everybody's business conference at this point. I've been to everyone's personal development conference. So find one that speaks to you. Find a leader or a teacher that you really dig. If you are in business and you are looking for a business conference, we are announcing our first ever three-day rise business for small business owners. It's for men and women. Most of our conferences are women only, but this is men and women. Whatever, if you are in a small business of any kind and small business is less than 100 employees, uh, come and learn all the things. Our speaker lineup is insane. The knowledge is crazy. But even if it's not my conference, Dave Ramsey's conferences are amazing. Brennan Burchard, Dean Grazia, like they're so many awesome people who are doing incredible conferences. If Look at the teacher that you admire. Look at the people that you are learning from and see if they have something, either a conference that they're throwing or something they're speaking at so you can get that insight and wisdom from someone who you already love their teaching style. If you don't have the budget, there are ways. If you do have the budget, the immersion of a conference or the immersion of a, a class, like doing an online class or a class in person if you're if, if that's your jam. But just plan for some kind of learning to carry you through the last six months of this year. So you hit 2020 and you're like, dang, not only did I do these things, but I also added these tools to my toolkit. And now that's going to take me to an even bigger place in 2020. Look, guys, you have six months left. Six months left. Remember at the beginning of the year when you were like, this is the year. This is the year that I'm going to do da-da-da-da, whatever it was. You still have so much freaking time. Do not believe the hype. Do not buy into the myth that you like missed the boat, that you didn't get it in time. No, we have so much time. Everybody else might be doing their, we are going to finish this year strong. And so I want you to get fired up in the way you were fired up in January so you can take on the last six months of this year with, with energy, with joy, with motivation, with like, let's see what we can do. It's about to be a good 2019 because we have six more months to show the world what we're up to, right? We've got six more months to show them what we can do. Do not give up just because the first six months didn't go the way you wanted it to. If you are listening to that, that means by the grace of God, you opened your eyes this morning and you are capable of taking on the rest of this year with strength and energy. You are a warrior. Let's go show them what that means.